Hello, and welcome to Take Me Through Your Day, a deep dive into the daily lives of people with professions you've heard of but might not know too much about. On today's episode, we're interviewing a production assistant. Now, he's only been doing it for a month, but I think this is a really important window into that world. Now, this is only our first episode, and we're still kind of fiddling with the format, and uh, we have the whole season in the bag right now, but it's just a little warning that, you know, things get a little looser and get a little smoother in the episodes, you know, as they go on. So I hope you enjoy this, and I hope it's informative for everybody. And if you know someone who might be interested in doing an interview or you yourself do something that, you know, you might think people would be interested in the, the nitty gritty. You can get a hold of us at our Instagram page at Take Me TYD. That's at Take Me TYD. I don't know why I said it like that. Whatever the case, enjoy the show. Send some feedback. We love all of it. Thanks a lot. Give us your name and your job title. Dylan, I'm a locations PA for a show on CBS. All right, are you ready to take us through your day? Yeah, sure. Okay, so um, in the morning, what time do you wake up? That varies. It can be okay. Let's just take an average day. Just you know, just pick one, and we'll shoot through that. Four in the morning. Okay, sure. let's say four in the morning. You an alarm guy? You got something on your phone? Yeah, yeah, but I'm learning to wake up before it. Okay, that's that's good. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna have an edit through this. I'm just gonna it's just gonna let it roll. Okay, so uh, you wake up at four in the morning. What's your routine like? Just walk us through a little bit of what you do once you get out of bed. Oh, I make sure uh, the night before. I should say the day before. I prep everything up until you know uh, the clothes I'm gonna wear. The coffee is made. My walkie's ready. My earpiece is ready. Everything is ready. So as soon as I wake up, I put it all together and I'm out the door as quick as possible because it's very important that I'm early. They really do not like you being late at all. Okay. So when so when your alarm goes off or you wake up before it, you're just out of bed. Just straight. Oh, yeah. Just you're I'm up and you're out. Hopping out of bed, getting ready, and getting to the car as soon as possible because you don't you know, they don't care if there's traffic. If there's traffic, that's still your fault. You should yeah, have been up. You. That you should have been up early enough, where you can predict that, and you're still on time. Okay, so I take it you're not a shower in the morning kind of guy. I was. So now, what's your routine? Like, like just when you get home and you're just like, let's get this, wash this day off of me. Oh yeah, okay. yeah. Because <laughs> this is a much dirtier job than I thought it would be. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. You, you're on your way to work. You uh, public transportation. You're taking your own car. What, what do you, you do? have to have your own car? Okay. It, there's no way to do this if you didn't have your own car. All right. You got a rough commute. I imagine it changes all the time. What what kind of commute time are you looking at? Well, no. The, well, the commute doesn't change as much as I originally thought it would because we're mainly in a studio. Uh, it's 31st Studios. Uh, underneath the bridge in Pittsburgh. And um, we have a set there, but then they also have a lot of different sets around the city and outside of the city. We were just in past New Kensington the other day, but uh, mainly my commute is about 20 minutes. 
but that's because I'm driving my car to the locations van where we have all the equipment for locations. Like, so you swap out your car for the van? Yeah. Okay, that works. What uh, what do you what are you listening to on your commute? Anything? No podcasts. Podcasts? Any mm-hmm. anyone in particular you're fond of? Uh, lately, it doesn't have to. It's not important. <laughs> it's obviously Joe Rogan, Blind Boy Podcast. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you're on set now. You you you've you've got the van. You're there. What's the first thing you're doing? First thing, my manager will say we need uh, tents for DIT, which I, I'm still new to it, so I don't <laughs> know what that means. But we should it, tell the people how long you've been doing this. It's it's been a little bit, right? This big of a show, it's been a month. Before this, I was just PAing small commercials, which was really easy. There wasn't much to do. But uh, how many hours a week do you think you're working now? <laughs> Rough estimate. I don't even. We're talking fifteen to seventeen hours a day. Okay. Monday that through works. Friday. Okay, so you get you have to go get the tents. You set yep. them up. Set them up for. Um, Camera Village, which is where all the producers sit. The producers, the actors, to watch over the scene as it's happening. And then DIT, which is, they're also just watching the scene and paying attention to the timing. And um, they're scripty, which is just one person paying attention and making sure that everything is happening exactly the way the script says it's happening. So we put up tents for them. We make sure there's garbage cans uh, placed around the set and everything. Um, just so, like, if we're at someone's house, we're not using their garbage. Yeah, I mean, you know, so it doesn't matter sense. where we are. We have to provide garbage cans. Um, and uh, the producers for this show really like to recycle. So, no, recycling there. They don't want to do that. Okay, so you get that set up. How long? Uh, how long are we talking to get get all that done? We can get it done now within 15 minutes, I'd say. Okay, nice. So that takes care of the first 15 minutes of your shift. Uh, of, of, <laughs> so, the, of the 16 what, hours. So, yeah. so, so next, someone comes up to you and just gives you another task? Or is there something that you're like, all right, I know that I've, I've done this, now I have to move on? To nope, nope. It's always something different because each location requ- like requires different things. If we're shooting in a bar that has air conditioning... I just, we were just shooting at a bar in Arnold, PA, and they needed the air conditioning shut off when they're shooting and they want it back on when they cut. That required me, well, also three fans that had three different remotes on, or remotes to turn them off. So I had to turn the air conditioning off by going to a panel to the right, panel to the left, and then going all the way downstairs and Flicking a switch. Now, is this something someone walks you through this, or you got to figure that out on your own? I got to figure it out. <laughs> okay. So, while, while while people are impatiently waiting. Oh yeah, and, that's the best kind of work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's okay. So you so you get that done. What you just you you get another task. What is there? Any- a lot of it's waiting. A lot of it's and that's worse than having to figure out what you're going to do and just stand the standing around standing part. around and yeah, I hate that <laughs> and waiting for the call on the walkie, you know, 
locations we need you for blah 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 um yeah i don't know how those pen dot people just stand there and turn a turn a sign that's yeah. your shift stand there yeah. stand yeah. there all day <laughs> i i had one where i had to just turn off refrigerators that for hours <laughs> for four or five hours like that, that when they're shooting ridiculous. you have to you know they'll say all right we're set to camera and it's like okay all right now i gotta shut all these different things off and remember five different you know refrigerators to turn off and then when they're cut you turn it back on and yeah that could be your job one of my jobs was taking people up and down an elevator for nine hours i mean i believe that was a career back in the day yeah oh yeah (laughs) that's just what you do i didn't even think about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's some old-timey buildings down in oakland that still have a little a little chair yeah, it's like oh, oh, that's cute. And they had to I like, like pull pull the fence. Yeah, or... that there was a point where someone was like, I would rather pay someone a salary than trust these awful <laughs> tenants to press their own buttons. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay, so you're you're done with that. What is there a point in the day like? Obviously, there's a lunch break, or something like that, right? Yeah, it's always six hours after call. Is is your appointed lunch? I mean, people have different appointed lunch. I oh, imagine yeah, with a yeah. crew that big, um, Teamsters and like the the higher up people, they go first. But for some reason, if you're a locations PA, you're kind of with the Teamsters on that time. I don't fully understand why, but I get to eat first huh. as a right. locations PA. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, because usually PAs they eat absolutely last. They're the always the last people to eat. And that sucks because when when you go to catering and you're the last people you're getting. Yeah, it's slim pickings at that point. Yeah. I imagine. Yep. Um, all right. So how long do you have for lunch? What, what are you looking at? Half hour. Half hour. Okay, that's reasonable. Done with lunch? Not, not really, man. Not really. That, okay. that goes. But also, as as a PA, it doesn't matter. Like if you're not in the union. There's been so many times I've been eating my lunch and gotten a call on the walkie and had to just scarf it down as much as I can and just throw it away and just go because they're like, we, we you're a PA. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you, don't, another, you don't matter. You know that it, nice meal you just prepared for yourself? Yeah, there's a, there's Put it in the job. trash. <laughs> I'm eating my meal and I need you to go so I can finish my meal because you're a PA. You yeah. need to go. Yeah. Low meal and totem pole. Yeah. All right. So you you wrap up. Let's let's call it a call like that. You get called out while you're eating. What what do you do? Let's get a a, a random. <laughs> um, it's so hard. It, there's so many weird things that they they call on me for, or or my uh, coworker. Okay, well we're just trying to power through a day here. So let's just pick one day. And then we'll get to the end of it. All right. Um, are you saying like like what's an what's an instance in which they interrupted my lunch? Yeah. Yeah. Like, sure. Uh, it can be simply, um, hey, we parked the uh, the Teamsters parked a generator. And we don't want anyone parking in front of that generator. So we need you guys to drive 15 to 20 minutes because we don't have one road cone 
and we need <laughs> you to put one road cone in front of that generator. Yes, and that's far more important than your meatball sandwich or yeah. whatever. You oh yeah, <laughs> to them. Yeah, yeah, of course to them. You know, they don't want to get inconvenienced and have to. I mean, when you really think about it, if a, if a car does, suppose you're in a downtown area, you're not in a neighborhood, you're downtown and someone parks their car in front of the generator where the Teamsters need to lock it up to a truck and drive it, drive it away. You're downtown. Yeah. I mean, that is, that's a big deal. Where, how the hell, other than calling the cops and being like, can you run this person's plate? They can run the plate and be like, yeah, that, that's who this is. <laughs> and we don't know how to find them. You know, so, like, I get, like, I get justify a lot of their. Why they do what they yeah, do. Like, it get, does make sense on a grand scheme. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, that's why it's like if me and my coworker were eating lunch and they have that, we rule our eyes. But it's really like, it's yeah, we do need to get down there. There's a reason why they're like. Okay, so you got you got that done, and um, you finished putting your single cone down. Yeah, and uh, where you, where do you go next? You just head right back to the set. Yeah, you, we want to. You try to, like, yeah. Um, depending on which manager we're working for. Um, so basically, it's a lot of waiting for tasks. Yeah, it's yeah. it's either waiting or you're doing something, and now you have to do something else and. Yeah, and it, it, you want to you want to try to stay busy. Um, a lot of times we have to do garbage sweeps because we're at a location that you know. Granted, we paid them money to be there, but we can't leave it dirty. So you know, if you're standing around doing nothing, go do garbage sweeps. See if there's anything you can pick up and throw away, and make sure that when we leave there, it's clean. So, that, I mean, I imagine there's some other just idling jobs where it's just like, well, I'm not doing anything, but I'll look busy if I go do, do that. Or is there other little things around? Not, not really. Not really. Um, what do you do to fill the time when there's nothing going on? I imagine they don't want you to, like, play on your phone or something. Nope. You, you have, like, do not. you bring a book, do nope, magazine? Nope. Nothing? You got to stand diligently. Wow. You have to just... It's, it's weird. I... I was, we were shooting in an old people's home uh, two days ago and there was a guy, a younger kid on set and I can tell he was a new PA because of how he was standing. Oh, that's, that's the tell? Yeah. I was he, like, oh. I, I was, I knew he was new because he, he just, you can just tell the way he was standing that he was like, what the hell is going on? I don't know what to do. I the only thing I could do is stand here and wait. And you, the more experience you get, the, you just stand different. It sounds weird, but you no, just stand I, I get different. It. Yeah, I, I, because like, I hate that. Yeah, as I, I've had jobs where like everyone's like just busting their ass and going a million miles an hour, and you're mm-hmm. there standing. Oh, you're yeah. like, I want to help. Yeah. It's like yeah. no, you stand there until yeah. we need you for something specific. And that's the thing with uh, working on shows or anything is it's each job is very specific. Just like in locations, uh, the bar that needed the air conditioning turned on and off. Someone else in that bar, while I was tending to the outside crew, could have done what I was doing. But, but it's simply not their job. 
They yeah. don't. They will say that's not my job. Yes, I could do it, but it's not my job. And it could be very simple. I just uh, met a guy. He's in special effects. Um, and his one job for this entire six month shoot is to smoke out the scene, mm. which means he gets a, sm- a, a fog machine yeah. and smokes out the, mach- the the whole scene. It's his only job. And he's making, as he says, a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> hey, Hollywood. <laughs> it's all he does. You, and if he was sitting there, the scene is smoked. He knows it's done. And you say, hey, man, can you can you go grab that garbage out of there? He could say, not yeah. my job. I smoked the scene. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I did my thing. Yeah, he did his thing. <laughs> and, he's, and he's not wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so essentially, the, this gig is more or less of a catch-all for, you know, just the odds and ends of, like, we're not going to put this in the job description when you sign up for it, but you're probably going to end up doing it. Yeah. You're the guy. Yeah. No, yeah. I'd, I'd much rather be a locations PA than a set PA, because I watch the set PAs running around, and I've done it, and my brain doesn't operate that way. But I mean, I'll listen to their walkie and it is just chaos. It's chaos their entire shift. At least with a locations PA, I get to sit back. They'll say, hey, lock up that that part of the road. And so I'm standing there locking it up, making sure cars don't go past or anything. But I at least get to... Can't go past. Locking it up. Move along. Locking it up. Locking it up over here. Move along. (laughs) And the but the amount of people that get mad about that it's crazy. oh yeah if you interrupt anyone's daily things, routine yeah it's it's the worst but uh you said someone someone got a gun pulled on them the other day that's one way to just <laughs> I, I'm throwing that out that we were talking about it before we started recording I just just a little story off off topic but uh, I, I gotta hear the, the well story. it's one of the problems with. You know, uh, I think the manager's not understanding. My managers are locations managers. So it's their job to scout for the location uh, and follow the description in the script and kind of find as close a place as possible that matches what the script and uh, the director wants. And a lot of, I'd say a lot of times they'll find places Mm-hmm. And they're they're just excited and just go like that is perfect that'll work. <laughs> and we were in one of those bad places uh, yesterday, and one of the unarmed security guards that was unarmed. They're all unarmed, yeah. or he just happened. Oh, yeah, to yeah, they're all unarmed. You know, they're, <laughs> they're just guys that sit in a chair, and they have a special special suit on, and. Uh, a guy came around the work trucks, which he was quote unquote guarding with a gun and was screaming at him. Uh, I, one of the grips told me he was screaming at him because they were in his drug spot. <laughs> so he, he just blew the whistle on himself. He's like, hey, man, I do drugs here. He, well, no, no, he sells drugs. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry, sorry. I mean, he's trying to the, sell the, some the drugs. The worst of the two scenarios. <laughs> hey, man, I sell drugs here. You know, Can you move your trucks or I'll shoot you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Trying to run a small business here, man. Yeah. And the ironic thing is, is it worked. 
because they moved. <laughs> and so that just validates that one guy's power is he went in, said, give me my, my drug spot back. And this big production <laughs> just moved <laughs> and he got his drug spot back. Yeah. But uh, And he's telling his boys that story just to oh, the yeah. end of time. I got all these trucks to move. and Hey, remember uh, that show, Such and Such? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got them to move their whole production. <laughs> <laughs> but what was the question before that? Before that? Well, before oh, no, there the wasn't. No, you just sprung that yeah, just, I was, yeah. it's, it's difficult to get through your day because there isn't really a solid one yeah. to, to nail down. Oh, yeah. So when, that's why I was just, just kind of like going people, into some of the other when, questions I have for when, you. When people ask me, like, what did you do today? And it's like, you're asking me that on the fourth day of my 17-hour day. You know, like, you're asking me these days just melt all together. Cause when you're waking up to work and then going to sleep and waking up to work and it's not a 12 hour day, you know, like a 12 hour day, you can manage your mental time. You can't do that. Uh, me and my coworker worked an 18 hour, excuse me, an 18 hour uh, day. And it just couldn't even really tell you what, what did you do? Sometimes, uh, my coworker will say, where, where were we yesterday? It's like, I have no idea. I have no idea where, where we were <laughs> yesterday because they all melt together. Speaking of those difficult questions, because we can get into mm. the, the other parts of your day mm. <laughs> now that we've established is kind of erratic. What, uh, what did, what, what did you have for breakfast yesterday? Well, that's, what's fantastic about, uh, one of the things that's fantastic about this job is the food. Um, oh, so you can just get up, roll, and you'll have something waiting for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. oh I, haven't, I haven't been to the store to buy food since I started this job <laughs> at all. Also, a good little, good little thing to put out there. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't grocery shop anymore. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I really don't. I, it's when, um, I, I've, I've gone a few times... For late night snacks, but that's just me personally. Sometimes I wake up and I need something small. Um, hence the cereal you saw. Yeah, and the the industrial yeah, thing the of indu- coffee. Yeah, <laughs> the, in, the the bucket of coffee. Um, but no, it's all you, berries. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you go to set, depending on your department, um, there's there's Two things with the food. There's catering, which is breakfast and lunch. Yeah. And they put out a trough. Is that the right word? Yeah. yeah, A a trough trough. of food each two times a day. Then crafty, they follow us set to set. And they have their own tent, their own trailer where... It's 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 so easy to get fat working <laughs> the, the things like this. It's so easy because anytime you're bored, you can go to the crafty and get cupcakes, candy, <laughs> or, or, or eat, and they put out healthy as well. There's fruit. There's all sorts of things. I notice that I only notice fruit. <laughs> cupcakes, candy, um, but then twice a day. Crafty will put out uh, yesterday they had a whole thing to make your own tacos. 
chicken, it's, it's crazy. There's no need for me to buy groceries. It's a fantastic uh, thing. And I always envy people that worked in restaurants. They got a meal a day or, Uh or even were able to eat throughout the day. And it's like, dude, you don't have to pay for food. That's $150 off your monthly thing. At least. Yeah. It, it, yeah, working in restaurants, that, that is a part. Until, of course, you get sick of whatever thing that your restaurant is, which is very, very easy. Well, I, I remember we were filming actually right down here. Uh, and one of the Teamsters was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going over to McDonald's. And I said, whoa, 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 wait. I was like, you'd rather McDonald's than our free catered food? And he was like, you'll see. <laughs> you'll see. And it's it's true. You do. It, each time is different, but you get tired. There's a very standard quality to the catering. Oh, yeah. And it's not it's not cafeteria food, but it, it, it's just it's just good enough. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, once in a while, I, I do want some McDonald's rather than that. I'll pay for it. Yeah. Okay, so let's say, um, again, let's just go with that 4 a.m. call time day. When are you wrapping up? They try to give you a 12-hour window from wrap to start the next day. They try to give you a 12-hour window. But that only applies to the big guys. The PAs, especially locations PAs, we are the last, we are the first ones in, last ones out. Um, so if I wake up at, let's suppose the call time is at 6am, that means I'm probably, my call time as a location speed is going to be 4.30am. Okay. Did I say PM? I wasn't. Okay. Well, six, let's say the call time is 6am. That means I got to be there by 4.30am, which means I have to wake up at 2.30, (laughs) Jesus. Which will probably be uh, Monday coming up here. Um, I can expect to be home. Like, they'll wrap, because I can't tell you, like, when they wrap, because that's up to the AD, the, the assistant director, and all mm-hmm. those people. Um, you know, it, I'm happy if they wrap at. 1045. Okay. Like I'm happy with that. But a lot of times, uh, last night I got home at two 50 in the morning and I was there at eight, I believe. Okay. So basically what I'm getting at here, that that's all good answers by the way, but I'm thinking, okay, if your call time, is it, what would you say? Four 30? Yeah. Okay. Let's say it's, 3.30 later that day and you have to mentally be like, all right, how much longer do I think I'm going to be stuck here? Oh, Where do you mentally go? Oh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. How, I don't understand. In in a scenario where you will have time to stand around and literally stand the right way. <laughs> stand, yeah, stand the right <laughs> you way. Stand the it's right a, way. Yeah. How do you mentally just like... Like like in school when you're looking at a clock and you're yeah. like, I know yeah. as soon as that clock hits that, I'll have 10 minutes and then I'm out of here. <laughs> Is there any equivalent it's, to this job? You lose, no, there, you lose sense of time. You have to. 
it, it happened yesterday. There was a very nice uh, woman security guard. And uh, she said, what time is it? And I said, I, I think it's around like four o'clock. And she looked, she was like, well, let me. And she didn't want to like get her, her phone out of her, her pocket. Um, and she got her phone out. She was like, no, it's 730. So that's like the gap. All right, so good. It's just a nice like, window. Of just like I'm not sure what time it is, and I don't want to know. <laughs> I don't. Well, I don't, don't want it, yeah. it, to. It's just like when you when you ask like you know what's the wrap time. Usually, it's like I'm happy if it's 15 hours. Mm. Like because you have to put your mind there. You can't say like you can't start your day and say I hope it's an 11 hour wrap because it's not going to be. Sometimes it is, but you can't put your head there. You have to lose all concept of time. That when I first started, uh, it would, I'd look at my my phone and be like, "I have thirteen more hours of this," <laughs> and it's like you can't afford to to have that mentality. You have to like be on set. You have to try. You have to not be bitter at the work you're doing. You have to have fun. You have to like be in the moment and appreciate what's going on and, you know, make friends and have small. That's one thing I've learned to appreciate with this is you meet people and you have these very good talks with people in each department and you get to know them and very brief, but it's like, you have to, so you basically you have to get in the headspace of like I live here now. Exactly. I, I yes, have to. Exactly. I am never going to leave. Exactly. Let's let's just. Live this is here. my home. Yeah. This is my the, home. The, these people are the people I'm going to be around, and there's no concept of time. I, I remember talking to uh, a guy, Mark. I'm not sure what he does, but he does a lot. Um. And I asked him. I said, "How do you get used to like this this?" time like doing this uh, all day every day and i think he's sensed like my doubt in what we were doing and he's he said yeah you know you got to make this your life if you can't do it this ain't for you yes yeah, i was just like we have to it. break you and if, yeah. you, if, you, if <laughs> yeah. you don't then you're out yeah you got to be able to deal with it i i asked uh the crafty guy's name is spike and i uh, he's one of the best people on set and uh, said, how are you, how are you dealing with the time, man? And he was like, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean? I was like, Oh, you're just, you're just used to this. It's not even a thing to you working. I could be working till 3am. It doesn't matter. And then I'll w- wake up at 7am. It, it, these people are just yeah, crazy. Yeah. And I kind of look forward to uh, sleep deprivation, not being a problem to me. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's pretty insane. Speaking of and being on the same topic of time, let's say it's it's your worst case scenario. You feel terrible. You just you can't wait for this day to be over. Do you attach like a worst case scenario time in your head? Like like I know if everything goes wrong and I'm here for the longest amount possible, like what is my what is my end time in that scenario? Wait, what do you mean? Like, I mean, like you feel like garbage and you just you, you're just looking forward to, to when to leave. But you're also bracing yourself for 
being here as long as humanly it's, possible? It's a, like what's the max out? There is none. Like it's there's a crazy calm that happens. <laughs> that happens. I remember we were shooting at a uh, a school in I think Wilmerding actually. It doesn't matter. Um, Irrelevant. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, and it was our first real late shoot. And I was falling asleep, like, as I was working. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh... Hey, that kid over there, stand sleeping. Go go tossle him a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm, like, moving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I'm moving around, and Caleb is... Uh, my co-worker is... You know, he's going like, buddy, this is bad. <laughs> and I, I'm, I start laughing because at a certain point, I, I don't know if this answers your question, but you just you just accept what the hell is going on. You know, um, the one thing I can I can say is like the way I deal with bad days and bad nights like that is I go like this is a new peak of stress. And now I can say with my next day, it's like, at least it's not like that. Yeah. It's going to be better than that. It's going to be better than that one. <laughs> um, and it works. And I, I think it makes you a better person. Yeah. Just I can imagine it's, yeah, almost not, not Navy SEAL training by any no, means, but no, like, it yeah. is definitely putting your brain through something. Yeah. And it, and it's, it's going to, I I'm hoping it's going to make, um, other parts in life a lot easier. Oh, I imagine if you get through stuff like that, it always makes you a better person overall. Yeah. Um, so is there any is there any pet peeves you picked up on already? Just just on set, like personal pet Pers- peeves, per- things that drive you nuts that aren't necessarily related to the job, but have popped up a lot. That really just just get you like, well, that didn't need to happen like that. <sighs> to be honest, I'm not at a point yet where I I, I like deserve to have pet peeves. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, it's it's, it's, it's like, old coming in there saying that you've only been doing it for a month and you have a pet peeve. Yeah. I, I but, have, I have, you know, uh, this is put it in this scenario. Say, um, say everything just goes consistently like this and you just get better at the job. What do you foresee being something that would really get on your nerves? If I stay in locations, all right. Yeah, let's just just um, put that scenario out there. My manager, um, I shouldn't say no. I'm not going to say what he said about them, but he doesn't like extras. Like the people that come in and yeah, yeah. he doesn't like extras um, because let's suppose we're using your house and we ought to bring forty strangers into your house <laughs> and we're responsible for what those 40 strangers I can now, imagine yeah that, that attracts a certain type of person too as well yeah, I oh yeah. um for some reason they mess up the bath like like mess up toilets they mess them up they clog them up um I can imagine that becoming because I remember uh, we were at a hospital. And we made these cartoonish big signs. I mean, four or five foot 
<laughs> high signs. Yeah. Because we were on the second floor of this hospital because only the first floor first floor was operational. And it said there is no running water. Do not use toilets. Yeah. And the extras used a toilet and it ran down to the operating operational first floor. Ooh. In Ooh. The, in the hospital. And we made these big signs. And when when my manager at the time, when he would say the things he would say about extras, I'd be like, Jesus, man, like the people. <laughs> and he just in his line of work, he has a job to do. And he's reining these people together and they're messing his job up. And he gives them very simple instructions, such as a huge sign saying, do not. And we we even uh give you directional signs to the bathrooms. Like a child can follow (laughs) these directional signs. Um, I can imagine that being a pet peeve, but uh, I mean, me so far, uh, me so far. (laughs) Yeah. Just, just roll with it. (laughs) Why not? It's, uh, it's, it's for me, it's uh, people's attitudes. The higher ups attitudes is pretty is a pet peeve that I'm going to have to try to get over. Yeah, I imagine that um, that them, the higher-ups of everyone, have the most pet peeves because they've dealt with the most problems over the years. That's a way to put it. That's a, that's actually a good way for me to empathize with them. Yeah, it's just hard, like it's they've put up with this for so long. Yeah. I mean, I know you've worked a specific job for a long period of time and you get to learn, like, oh, this bothered me back then, but yeah. now it really bothers me. Yeah. Uh, that's a, I'm going to take that with me to try next time they're uh, yelling at me for something that isn't my fault. Yeah. That <laughs> exactly. happens. I imagine yeah. there's a lot of that. Yeah, it happens. And uh, yeah, just out of sheer frustration. Just yeah. why doesn't everyone know how to do this? Yeah. Because I know how to do this. <laughs> I've been doing it for a century. Anyway, um, let's see. Do we do we get when when you rap yourself? Like when when you're like, I'm done. Like do end oh. of the end of the day duties. End of the day duties is the most hectic part of the day. Okay. Because that's, um, by example, we were down at a location which was a woman's house in the bad area that I was saying earlier. Mm-hmm. We put rugs down all over the floors. We had to bring in our own air conditioners, as they call them, R two D twos. Because they don't look like that, but apparently they did at some point. <laughs> Someone said it and it caught yeah. on. Like, All right, yeah, very funny, yeah. very funny, yeah. Steve. All yeah, right, there's yeah, a lot of a lot R two D twos here. There's a lot of those jokes, especially at the end of the night. At the end of the night, I turn my walkie off. Yeah. That's when all the PAs make their little flirty jokes. But anyways, <laughs> no, um, no, that's that's a good thing to to mention because like that. It's got to be a liberating feeling. It's like, I get to turn this off now. Like, I'm done. Oh, it is. The, it, yeah. it's, and it's like, but that's when, like, the all the PAs get their free range. Like, we could say what we want and make our stupid jokes. And I just, like, click. <laughs> I'm not. I, it took me about three weeks to be like, oh, I, I don't have to listen to this. <laughs> I don't care. You guys are very corny. Um <laughs> But at the end of the night, that's the most hectic. That's, and you want to get home. Let's suppose they wrap. Yeah, you get the green light, and yeah, you're just that, like, let's go. It's it goes 
for for shooting, it's the Abbey, which is next to the last shot, and then the uh, not the uh, not Margarita. Um, we don't know. We don't need to go all inside baseball on this, but uh, yeah, it's okay. a general it's, idea. It's, it's, they'll say that this is the final shot. This is the final shot, and when you hear that, it's like. All right, here we go. And if you're in locations, you're like, you start thinking, okay, I got to get the rugs. I got to get the five garbage cans. I have to close the three room, which is a bathroom with three doors. Mm. Um, it's a small trailer. I got to do this. I got to do that. There's cones I got to get. It's the most stressful part of the day. And it's the end of your day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they call, they wrap up. And now you got the grips, you got the electric, you got the art department, the camera department. They're all loading their stuff in. So you're standing there jumping up and down, waiting for them to go so you can move in because it's already 2 a.m. Yeah, that's got to be frustrating. And your call time, you get your call time for the next day and they'll be like, call time's 9 (laughs) a.m. And then you calculate. That means I have to be here at 7 a.m. And it's 2 a.m. <laughs> and they're loading things in. It's like, so you're ready to go and you'll never move faster in your life. Wow. Yeah, that's nuts. And you can't forget things, too. That I, I remember starting this, my manager would call me like, I'm driving around with garbage in my car. <laughs> Do you know why? It's like, because we forgot to tell <laughs> the garbage man to pick it up. It's like, because you're flustered you're running around you want to get home yeah it's 17 hours you want to be home um okay so that i mean that basically wraps your day up but let's let's stick with that scenario of mm -hmm. it's 2 a.m and you you got to be on set at seven okay so you drive home what do you listen to podcast nothing music nothing they're just it's just a quiet ride because because you're you're so emotionally and physically like Spent isn't even the word. You're you're not there anymore. Um, that you can't emotionally attach yourself to anything. <laughs> yeah. Like I did it. I was like, let me put on some music. Nope, that's not working. Let me put on a podcast. This podcast, that podcast, and it's like, nope. I have to just be here. I have to be here by myself. Drive home, and then you get home, and you sit in your bed, and it's like I have to take my boots off. I don't have the energy to do so, but I'm going to try. You take your boots off. I've fallen asleep just in my bed, just dirty. <laughs> dirty, boots <laughs> on. It's just dirty. It's, and it's fascinating because I thought it would just be me, but I would sit on my bed. I wouldn't turn the TV on. I'd turn a small light on, and I would just sit there with nothing going on in my head. And it's literally your brain trying to just go, what the hell did you just do for 17 hours? You know, you can't even process it and you just, you're asleep. It's like, it's like you drink until you're blacked out. You just wake up again and go, wow, uh, I need to go back to work now. Yeah, that's nuts. All right. So again, in that scenario, it's like you fit a shower in anywhere in there. Sometimes in the beginning, you you find a way. 
But also, to, like, in that scenario, too, he's like, all right, you don't have time for a shower. Like, that's it. Like, what do you just you go on set? Like, this is me. Yeah. Noses no, beware. See, I'm... Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm... I have to be clean. It, it, it would affect my work, my my uh, quality of work. Uh, my coworker one day was like, "Man, I'm not doing too good. I, I haven't showered in like three days. It, it's it's bad." And I'm like, "Dude, no! Like, I'm gonna find some time for a shower." But when I first started the show, like, yeah, I went like two two three days without a shower because I couldn't acclimate to the time and. Now it's like, no, I'm going to, even if I'm tired at the end of the night, it's 1 a.m. I'm hopping in the shower because I know that when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to feel way better. Um, Yeah. It's weird. You just, you find a way. You find a way to change your routine. And I'm very routine based. Um, You know, now I go to the gym once a week instead of six days a week and <laughs> just changing it all. That's, and that's finding yeah. a way to be okay with that, that, you know, it, it's hard, but you find a way to be okay with that as long as you're doing it. And so what, what do you do now? Like say you, you were six days a week at the gym. Um, how, how long hour, two hours? Oh, at the gym when I'm there. Well, no, when you used to be versus the, the, the one day you get to go now. Oh, when, when I was going six days a week, it was, about two hours. Now when I go once a week, I try to make it three hours because I'm doing full body just trying exercises to get it all in, instead of in one isolation. Day. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. There's no more just arm day. All right. We, uh, we basically wrapped here. We do a little speed round at the end just for fun, just to kind of get the, uh, mm-hmm. the stressful tension of like, <laughs> holy shit, this is my life. <laughs> into something fun so um i'm just gonna go random here uh favorite <laughs> favorite candy uh whoppers whoppers the, wow. j- the, it's because they uh are the ones on set but it, now that i got one second more thought resonates but yeah, as but of another late, interesting choice good I, I like them both as I, of just... late it's been whoppers okay uh spicy no spicy spicy oh yeah Oh yeah, uh, your uh, your tipping etiquette. What do what do you like to do? My You're- mom's been a waitress for twenty five years. I do not do the twenty percent thing. I do a normal five dollar thing. To, I don't care how much the meal is. Uh, five dollars, even if you're shit. And this is just yourself eating. Yeah, just- yeah. If if you need, it, but if you're a good waitress and I connect with you and you don't give me that fake stuff that. How are we doing? Like I'm a child. Um, <laughs> but if you're a good waitress down to earth, you're getting six or seven bucks. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, favorite vegetable. Mm. You're at a diner. You have to pick from anything you want. It's going to be good. What do you? It has to be broccoli. Broccoli. All right. Another good choice. Uh, shoes. Do you have a, a shoe preference on your, your days off? Do you, do you like a, a brand? Are you brand loyal? On my day off, uh, yeah, it's, it's Converse. Converse, okay, mm. keeping it keeping it simple. Always good with the Converse. And uh, last one, just to stay in the realm of food because of your uh, craft service. Uh, favorite snack? Just go to beef jerky. Beef jerky. All mm-hmm. right, good stuff. And they have that every day, all day. 
Oh man, that'd be so good. <laughs> it's it's so expensive at like gas stations. You're I know. Just like I'm gonna pop in and grab some jerky. Well, when I went into the the craft trailer and saw it, I was like, I, I'm like leaning up towards the bag, and they're like, Yeah. I'm like, Wait, I mean, the whole bag. Like, yeah, grab, grab it. Me? Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> and um, just because we glossed over, this will be our last thing, mm-hmm. and we'll wrap this mm-hmm. up. What are you listening to, music wise? All right. The other day, uh, they had me. We were down in, well, we were on set and they needed me to drive all the way back to the 31st Studios, which wasn't, you know, it's not the shortest drive. I need to get some uh, road close signs. And it was the first time I decided because my coworker left his aux cord in the van, the work van. And um, like, you know what, I'm going to listen to some uplifting trance music. And uh, I almost crashed like three times because I had <laughs> lost myself so heavily. I forgot, you know, like you you can forget how it, not everyone is into music like we are. But uh, man, was that therapeutic. It, so, yeah, trans music. So the, the no particular artist, just the yeah, general. I, I go on my Spotify and I have a certain trans playlist and I just go and Number one, let's go through it. Uh, but man, th- that small 25-minute window of driving there and back and listening to that, it upped my mood. <laughs> I forget sometimes, you know, because yeah. you listen to podcasts. And podcasts are way easier to listen to than music. Because yeah. music has an emotional attachment to it. Podcasts, you just listen to them. Um, so sometimes I forget to go, you know, you need to listen to some music. And that day I was in the van. People thought it was probably nuts, but yeah, fun. no, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, now that we're, we're done with all the questions, what do you have as a, um, a piece of advice for someone who'd want to get into this line of work? That's like the only like sucky part about this is you, you have to know someone and, so you didn't it, go to school for this or anything? Like no, that. no, I didn't go to school. We didn't even get into that. How I, yeah, I usually do that first, but I, yeah. Just. Well, regardless, uh, I was working in a laundromat. A guy was dropping off his laundry for years. And eventually I got to know him more and more and realized he was a locations manager. And I had a bad day there one time and I said, Hey man, I'm not really, I don't really know what you do, but if you can help me, I'll take anything you give me. Six months later, he said, I have a high mark commercial for you to PA on. And, uh, it, it all started from there. You know, you have to know someone, you have to get to know people. I don't, I don't really think there's a way that you can, I could be wrong. It would be completely wrong, but, um, Go online, get to know what goes on in your city, you know, with filming and commercials and put your name out there as much as possible if you don't know someone. And, yeah, talk to people and know people. And I think, you know, I can't think of a better way to end the first episode than, you know, just just talk to people. Yeah. Networking is the most important thing you can do to get in any field, even if you have an excellent resume you can float that around all over town. I mean, there's, there's politicians that like how they get that far. 
And it's simply because of that. Yeah. Oh, I know. Because that. they know people and they're able to move up the ladder, even if they're an idiot. They move <laughs> up the ladder and they're fine. I'm an idiot. I'm going to be moving up the ladder. Yeah, it's a great, great thing to know. Like, never, <laughs> never give up on yourself, yeah. no matter how dumb you think you are. Yeah, it's just, just, just go out, meet people, network, be friendly, and and have one thing I'm learning because I'm a pretty negative person. You have to be positive. You have to be positive. You have to keep yourself positive, and you know. Yeah, and that sounds corny, but it's very true. Positivity yeah. is such a good thing, even if you don't think it's making a difference. It will. It will. People it, notice. It, it, people notice yourself, people going yeah. through their day and just being happy about it. Even if you're painting on that face, just you know, yeah, go for it. Because if you're painting on that face, they at least know. I, you know, they could say to themselves, "I know he's miserable, and he's fighting against it. He's fighting against being miserable." Yeah, and you can tell even if you go go to the movies and someone's ripping your ticket, and be like, "That guy hates his life." Yeah. You just ruined my mood by 10% by how miserable you are. So, yeah, good, it's good thing to live by. This job that I'm doing is tough. It's horrible. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's an opportunity for much greater things. I'm miserable. I'm happy. And, you know. And just, that's where you live now. Yeah. You live there. Where I, I, that's <laughs> where I live. <laughs> I live there now. Um, yeah. Yeah. This has been cool. Perfect. Thanks. Well, that was the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Like I said at the top of the show, if you'd like to be interviewed or if you know someone who has an interesting job or just a regular job that might have some interesting parts in it, please get a hold of us at our Instagram page at TakeMeTYD. Just any comments, any suggestions, we're taking on all comers. And I look forward to hearing from you.